0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September 16th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it first segment is entitled can the miami heat go to the finals uh it's gonna be a tall order and i'm just gonna be honest with you um i've been a diehard miami heat fan all my life pretty much um since the inception of the team in 1988 so i can't say quite all my life but since the since the inception of the team. Uh, They came into the league with the Charlotte Hornets and the Minnesota Timberwolves Um, from Charlotte. Um, I didn't want to follow the hometown team for some reason and I just chose the Miami Heat. And um, I've been with them through thick and thin. Um, I didn't like the LeBron years, although they were good years. I'm not a LeBron basketball fan. I'm a LeBron off the court fan. Um, but I think they've got a shot. I mean, I think the Toronto Raptors are on a mission to prove that they can win without Kawhi Leonard. Um, so I think that's what's fueling them right now. Um, You know, I think with uh, Bam and um, um, Jimmy and all those guys, I think they've got a great chance, man. Um, You know, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a lot of uh, NBA basketball because of the pandemic, and it's really hard to get into NBA basketball um, in September when there's usually uh, no NBA um, and you're completely locked in on football um so, you know uh at the time of this recording uh, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals would have already been played and um you know, I'm predicting a Miami uh win so um we'll see what happens um next segment is entitled my fantasy football was a joke in week one and (laughs) i i don't know many guys that hit um unless you had like aaron Rodgers. so i'm i'm i didn't I don't know of anybody that I know that played Aaron Rodgers in week one in the uh, $1 games because that's what I play. Um, Everybody was on uh, Lamar Jackson who had a great game. Um, But, yeah, I'm not going to go into who I pick because it's kind of embarrassing. But um, I got to do better on my fantasy football, man. I the most I've ever won is 20 bucks so I I really don't do it for the money like I've said in the past I do it more for just um just something to consume my time and um you know it's just something fun um to uh do you know something different to uh think about um So I'm going a, I'm to a sit down, I'm going to come up with a strategy to try to find the best combination of players because they only give you like a $200 salary cap and you have to distribute that amongst uh, several players and the quarterback is usually the most expensive. So, um, yeah. Yeah, fantasy football, you know, I'm trying to win this year, so I got to come up with a better strategy. Um, if you have any suggestions, let me know. Um, getting on to the Florida State stuff. Cam McDonald has to be utilized more. He caught that one bomb that was a very, uh, I'm not going to say very, it was an inaccurate throw. He had to make a adjustment to catch the ball. I mean, this guy can play, man. And he has to be utilized more. Cause it's it's really gonna whoever um whoever they put on him is gonna be a mismatch. It's just a question of um uh, can black men get him the ball? That's really what it comes down to. And it it really more so is can the offensive play calling um, be um, can the offensive play calling be uh, called in a way to oh get these receivers open or get this tight end open and and the play calling has to be set up to where James Blackman can be in a winning position um cuz i mean they got down to the inside the 5 cuz of a a great catch by uh McDonald and he just has to be utilized more and blackman you know he's got 31 games under his belt now as a starter um, I, I expect better play. There's there's no excuse. There's no more excuses at this point. None that I'm going to accept. Um, you know, thirty one games is really time to lock in and start making plays. Um and Mike Norvell, you have to utilize this uh this this guy tight end he's he's a wide receiver in a tight end's body and you have to utilize him more because i mean it was just plays where he was you know if 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 the play calling had been um called correctly you know this guy was open so we we just need better play calling and we need better execution um, so we can get this um uh, young uh, tight end involved. Well, he's a junior. We just need to get him more involved. Period. And um, I think we we can if we get him involved more, we'll have more success on the field. So let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment: when plays are working, still keep it simple. Um, on the scoring drive, which I just spoke about, um, that little play where you had Helton going motion, and he was wide. Well, he wasn't wide open, and who I don't know if it was a linebacker or, or DB almost made the play on the ball. But you need more plays like that. You know, just creative ways of putting your players in space and getting them open um I like the the uh, the motion screen um or I don't know what it's called the um jet sweep with uh web I love that play um I love the screens um anything that's going to get the ball out of James Blackman's hands as soon as possible I'm all for it Um, the only time that he should be holding on to the ball is when he's going to take a shot with Terry. That's it. Um, I was very impressed with, uh, some of Terry's route running. Um, I think he has put in the work to be an all, uh, um, well-rounded receiver, um, So I I think you can get him more involved in like the screen game, the reverse game. I mean, there's just so many many things that you can do to um, get the ball into the hands of your playmakers. And um, we didn't do it in this game. We left a lot of points out there on the field. We left a lot of points out there. And you give the defense credit. They gave up. You know, 400 plus yards, but they were on the field the majority of the game. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, when the offense can't sustain a drive, then you're going to have more yards given up on defense. That's just the way it goes. And, you know, just looking at the film. Jeff Sam's picked us apart, man. He he made some freshman mistakes. Trevor Lawrence is not gonna make those mistakes, okay? I mean, and defensively, we it was some it was plays here and there where guys were just running wide open. So he gotta sure that stuff up. I mean, they played a good game, but you gotta, like I say, you gotta take that with a grain of salt because you were playing against a freshman quarterback. Um. That necessarily can't see the whole field yet So um, Let me know what you think about that segment Uh, Last segment for this episode Doom and gloom Question mark Then uh, not yet after that So basically let's let's stop with the doom and gloom stuff It's one game Alright You know offensively it was a it was a bad game as far as play calling. Um, let's give the guy a chance, Mike Norvell, to correct his mistakes, and let's see what he does against Miami. Um, you know, that's basically all we can do. I mean, Miami's got talent, and they've got a a, a fifth year senior at quarterback that that will will make he will find those wide open guys that jeff sims could not find and you know again another mobile quarterback so again you have to um reevaluate everything that you're doing in your organization um I think this team can still have a good season but you know we got to sure some things up immediately. You know, we can we can't go another step without shuring without um shuring some stuff up. And you know, that's just the way it is. Um I think we've got a chance to really have a good season if we can do that. Um, And, you know, you you know this fan base is emotionally invested when they're asking for the coach to be fired after the first game. Um, I just think everybody was expecting better execution on offense. Since that is this guy's calling card. And I think really the whole fan base watched that Memphis Cincinnati game and seeing how crisp the offense was. And was like, okay, if we can get that here at Florida State with some of the guys that we got, we'll be fine. And it just wasn't that. You know, you have to drill into Blackman's head if it's not there throw it away. You know, if there's not a clear path to scramble and make a play, just throw it away. You know, don't force the ball into coverage and he did that. And, you know, he's got to do better. So, um, hopefully, the coaching staff during this bye week can sure some things up we can come out with a herculean effort against miami and hopefully we can win that game it's a rivalry game um and i just hope that um you know they just come out with a uh a Herculean effort, and, you know, the close losses hurt worse than the blowouts. You know, I can accept a blowout because they were the better team, but close losses, they sting more than the blowouts. So hopefully we can win the game and go down. there. I know this is Miami, so I know there's no question that this team is going to show up and play hard. Is can they execute? You know they got a bitter taste in their mouth I know they're going to come out With with you know They're going to come out the corner swinging So I don't think that's even going to be a question Is can the coaching staff Call the right plays at the right time To get the win I'm putting the pressure on the coaching staff Okay So that's going to conclude this episode I hope you enjoyed it It's available on YouTube It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on um, flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.